Are you passionate about your professional future but not sure what's next? The Ohio State University Fisher College of Business can take your education and career to the next level with its highly ranked Working Professional MBA. With flexibility to earn a degree entirely on campus, online, or a mix of both, an MBA from Ohio State is more accessible than ever. To get started, visit go.osu.edu WPMBA. The Ohio State University Max M. Fisher College of Business, where principled leaders are created. Hurry into Mattress Firm's best Memorial Day sale ever. Get a king bed for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin and save up to $500 on Sealy. Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying Sealy purchases up to a $4.99 value. Or shop Tempur-Pedic, the most highly recommended bed in America, and save up to $500 on adjustable mattress sets in stock for immediate delivery. And get a $300 instant gift. Talk to a sleep expert today, only at Mattress Firm. Restrictions apply. See store or mattressfirm.com for details. The Exxon Radio and TV show is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio and TV show or in any manner endorsed by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, Talkstar Radio Network, its affiliated stations, or employees. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. And welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, and we are coming to you live and around the world on the Talk Star Radio Network and our fine family of broadcast affiliates throughout the United States, Canada, Central America, South America, the Pacific Rim, the Caribbean, and now in 20 Asian countries on Aglia 2. If you'd like to give us a call, our toll-free number is one 877 That's toll-free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. At one eight seven seven five two eight eight two five five hour, and my email address is exon at talkstarradio.com on MSN Messenger talkstarradio at hotmail dot com, and our website www.exonradio.com. Uh, let me see the top five reasons why Britney Spears re- surrendered to police wearing a pink wig. You ready for this? Number one, they were out of blue. Number two, she's the new spokesperson for Pepto-Bismol. Number three, thought someone said to her, I wish you'd just pink with your head. And number four, to hide the purple one. 
And number five, it's a very popular fashion trend back on her home planet. Yeah. Good old Britney Spears. And she used to be such a nice young lady. And, all right, this is the last uh, last one for now. The top five signs your cat has been taking steroids. A number one dead giveaway is that the cat is now wearing a San Francisco Giants cap. Number two, the scratching pole is now kindling. Number nine, the cat prefers flexseed oil over catnip. Number four, uh, goes through the wall to catch the mouse. And number five, uh, just coughed up a fur ball and it landed in Pittsburgh. There you go, the two top five reasons for tonight here on the X-Zone. My guest this hour is T. Casey Brennan, and during the 1970s, T. Casey uh, wrote for Warren Publishing's black-and-white horror comic anthologies Creepy and Eerie and Vampirella. He also wrote for DC Comics, House of, Me- uh, House of Mystery, and Archie's Comics Red Circle, Sorcery. In the 1980s, uh, Casey campaigned to have uh, Deceptions of Smoking in Comics banned, which led to then-government Bill Clinton of Arkansas to issue a proclamation designating January 1990 as T. Casey Brennan Month. Now, in his prose work uh, since 1996, T. Casey Brennan claims to have shot U.S. President John F. Kennedy while a victim of the CIA's MKUltra program. Now, as of the year 2007, he lives in Ann Arbor, Michigan, and is homeless. Hey, T. Casey Brennan, how are you? Uh, hi, Rob. Are you reading me? Am I coming in uh, loud and clear to your audience out there? I guess you've got a pretty wide one now. Uh, are you picking up my voice loud and clear? T. Casey, are you there? Yeah. Oh, uh, Rob, can you hear me? Oh, there you are. Yes, I can. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what I was just asking was if you were picking me up. Okay. Uh, so this is the right way. Okay. Uh, anyway, yeah, this is T. Casey Brennan. Uh, um, a recent interview I did, it's at homelessdave.com. Uh, it's a Ann Arbor uh, webzine that uh, has a lot of uh, uh, following locally. And, and uh, so they put up my picture, in my new look, my new homeless look, because I have all dreads and all that. And uh, it says uh, 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 comic book writer, band member, and uh, alleged JFK figure. So... Uh, uh, that, that pretty well capsulized it. But, the, but that, that, that uh, intro, of course, was from uh, my Wikipedia page. So if you look up T. Casey Brennan or just put uh, C-A-S-E-Y-B-R-E-N-N-A-N into the uh, Wikipedia search engine, you'll turn up the page about me. And uh, uh, so it, it, it's this... Uh, T. Casey, stand by, stand by, T. Casey. We have to take a commercial break. T. Casey Brennan is our special guest, and we'll return on the other side. Have this break as we continue in two minutes with T. Casey Brennan. My name's Rob McConnell, and this is the Exxon, a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern on the Talkstar Radio Network. I'll be back in two minutes. Whatever you do, please don't go away.
Casey Brennan's our special guest. And uh, T. Uh, T. Casey, uh, I was wondering if you could tell me about your new book, Actor Comic Presents, uh, from the Actor Comic Fund. Oh, oh, great, uh, Rob. Yeah, uh, the, the Actor Comic Fund is this charity. It's, it's just called changed its name to the Hero Initiative. Um, anyway, uh, essentially, and this is my words and not theirs. Uh, it's a charity that helps out has been comic book pros. So. Uh, and uh, unlike uh, most charities, it actually works. So uh, they bought a new story from me and gave me a, a little grant. This was like a year ago. Mm-hmm. But uh, the comic is just recently out at uh, a bookstore in Ann Arbor called The Vault of Midnight. And uh, so people are picking up on it here. Um, but uh, it's an adaptation of uh, one of the JFK stories. But now the JFK story, just in case, you know, there's some of your audience out there that's familiar with my work. JFK story is called uh, Conjurella Messiah Necronomicon Monks. And uh, it was a chronological sequel to the original Conjurella. And uh, in the original Conjurella, of course, I alleged my own and, and, and uh, my late parents' unwilling involvement in the JFK assassination. Uh, well, anyway, uh, Conjurella Messiah uh, was a story about me 10 years later in Toronto in 1973. Now, in the original uh, story, uh, I, 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 it was about me at a convention in Toronto, York University, and last weekend of January 1973, and uh, the love affairs I'd left back home, and uh, my uh, acceptance of this new role of uh, comic book celebrity and signing autographs and so on at a, at a university, and but with flashbacks to JFK 10 years earlier. So. Uh, the, the thing is that uh, I mentioned a lot of celebrities when I originally wrote the story that was, was there that were there at the convention called Cosmicon 2 and I mentioned Ted Nugent he was there uh, uh, I, I, Denny O'Neill uh, uh, comic book writer uh, very uh, uh, noted gentleman and uh, oh god uh, PJ O'Rourke yeah was also there and so the thing is that there are all these celebrities and I mentioned them but the one I didn't mention was Dave Sim, uh, the creator of Cerebus, the art book. It's this internationally cl- acclaimed underground comic. And uh, he was there and, in fact, like asked questions when I gave it a dress and so on and so forth. So uh, he has drawn this new comic uh, called Hypothetical Cerebus, and it, it, it works him into uh, my reminiscence of, of Cosmicon 2 because he was actually there uh, at Cosmicon 2, except I didn't write him into the original story, so I included not only Dave Sim, but his character, Serapis the Art Guard, which uh, he now uh, 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 says is uh, partly derivative of a, a comic that I did with him called Dandy the Art Guard. So, uh, a- anyway, uh, the, the, the Sim connection has done me just a world of good. You know, the homeless cripple guy though I am, and yeah, I'm still that, you know, uh, JFK witness that should be up there, all that stuff. Yeah, of course I am. But uh, the Dave Sim, they had something called the Joe Schuster Awards in Toronto, and I, I understand the mayor was there and everything. And uh, Dave Sim got up and gave an address accepting an award for Harry Kramer, who had been one of my publishers. And Sim says, "Yeah." And you know, one of the important things that Kramer did was publish T. Casey Brennan. You know, and uh, he also published that big uh, uh, 1972 photo of me uh, in. It's uh, 
a kind of a it's it's all the web pages have used it. It's me against this Doug uh, background in uh, uh, in profiles. So it's me from '72. But anyway, so uh, there's Dave Sim up there saying T. Casey Brown, you know, like you know, uh, top-notch writer in effect, uh, and he's doing that up there in Toronto and you know, a thing with the mayor. And yeah, I'm hobbling around homeless here in Ann Arbor at the same time. But yeah. But anyway, yeah, that's the book. That I uh, get, yeah, but that, but uh, but basically, basically, you've got the premise of the book right there, mm-hmm. is that it's a charity that helps out has been comic book pros, and called Actor Comics Presents has an adaptation of one of the JFK stories as a comic book, uh, and begins on page forty-seven. And uh, I, I hope we picked up some Ann Arbor listeners this time, uh, so for them, they can go get it at the Ann Arbor Public Library. I don't no. know how many libraries have it, but then the Ann Arbor Public Library certainly does. So. Uh, yeah, that's about the book. TK, uh, T- I, I, oh, I, I also have, I just, I was talking with people tonight, I also have another appearance with my band coming up. <clears throat> There's something called the Atomic Art Co-op. I did something called Fallout Fest with them uh, the last Saturday in September, whenever that was. And I got on and I did my social worker songs that you can't play here and my Let Them Rise death metal that you can play here. You did a clip of it last uh, interview. Um, and so... Uh, I did that at Fallout Fest, and, uh, and I was just credited as T. Casey Brennan Friends because I'm not with Frankenhead anymore, even though I have a CD out with them. Uh, so, uh, but on December 31st and New Year's Eve this year, there's going to be something called Genesis, also put on by the Atomic Art Co-op, and I'm a featured guest on that also, and I'm going to go on and do my social worker song and my death metal song, Let Them Rise. So T. Casey, Brandon, I have, to ask you, I have to ask you this. Uh, <laughs> Certainly. How come you're still homeless? Um, well, you know, the, the thing is that uh, after I got hit by the car, uh, February 1st, 2003, uh, at first I was terrified, and I definitely subs- uh, sustained some injuries. But mm-hmm. the thing is that... Um, uh, the ironic, you know, and and and, and the, you know, all of the attorneys let me down. You know, I mean, uh, this is this thing should have been uh, pursued. I shouldn't. I should have had a medical card. I should have had uh, an income and everything. <coughs> and instead of that happening, this the the uh, the whole community, the attorneys, and everything. Uh, I had an adversarial relationship with them. So, and the social workers uh, as well. So, the thing is, the upshot of that is that. Um, all over Ann Arbor and in several podcasts. If you go to my Wikipedia page, you can pick up uh, a podcast they did in Israel. It's called Kataro's Sideshow. And um, there's another link uh-huh. <laughs> on Wikipedia uh, called, oh gosh, it's another. But, but, I, but you still haven't answered my question, TC. Uh, oh, oh, okay. But anyway, th- but this, th- this leads into it. Because there's anyway, this song that I'm getting to that's played in all those places. Uh, it's called Social Worker Blues. My guitar player named it. I hate the word uh, blues in it. But uh, it keeps saying, oh, there's a train going by now, uh, Rob. That's the sound of a train in Ann Arbor. Uh, but so the thing is, yeah, I'm down by the tracks. <laughs> I'm down by the tracks. So um, anyway, the song says, hey, social worker, comma, 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 and obscenity. And I say it like 50 times. And twice I say we're street punks. We're gutter punks, and I say that 50 times. So the thing is, and then uh, I say that once at the end, once at the, at the beginning. So uh, the thing is that, uh, yeah, the system has ganged up on me. You know, yeah, hopefully there are people out there that say, 
uh, sure, this has to do with the JFK assassination, you know, because he went on and said uh, on, on, on radio and websites and everything else, uh, yeah, I'm a JFK witness. I should be up there testifying against David Ferry, but here I am hit by a car. Yeah, you can pick up on that. But the thing is that I've reached a stage in my career where that's not the main thing. Oh, there's the train whistle, Rob. Isn't that cute? You hear a train whistle in the background. <laughs> Can T- you hear it? But T. Casey Brennan, once again, I'm going to ask you this question. Oh. Yeah, I think you could say it's a, tr- it's a, a result of a conspiracy. But the thing is that at the same time, uh, what, you know, whatever happened, however many uh, uh, cards fell together, you know, and the thing is that uh, uh, if it's a bunch, if, if if later on when this is investigated by Congress or something, and there's a bunch of uh, of creeps up there saying, yeah, it was just because there wasn't enough allocated for free attorneys or you know whatever. Uh, the the thing is that uh, whatever the reason, it's like um, I, I've made this part of my promo. You know, there's an interview. I, I I sent you two uh, links to two different interviews. Um, well, there's one on, on uh, the, the Wikipedia page mm-hmm. uh, where, again, you know, I take it and uh, instead of being destroyed by it, I champion it. You know, I say we're street punks, we're gutter punks. Because the thing is that, like, in the homeless community, I don't associate with anybody over 30. I, so- I associate with the street punk community, and I shake off the old guys. I don't want them around, you know. So the thing is that in the context of that and also... Uh, in the context of my personal friends, I have a network of people that I can go and crash with. In a hypothetical situation, uh, you know, where I don't have a place to crash that night, I walk around all night, you know. But, uh, you know, it, it's, it's fun. It's Ann Arbor. It's fun. You know, I don't walk all around, uh, around all night with my uh, tail between my legs. I go out and look for parties and, and people to, uh, uh, to hang with and... and uh, Oftentimes, they're important people. I've, I've, I've met WCBN disc jockeys, you know, in the middle of the night at the Fleetwood and so on, where I sit up all, all night. So, you know, it's, uh, I've made it good, you know. Uh, <clears throat> I'm not so sure that, that the, uh, uh, I, 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 I don't know if you were, there's a magazine called Following Cerebus that did this whole biography on it, you know. And uh, the thing is that, yeah, the JFK stuff was a factor but not a major one because all they did with that was list the websites where you could read about it. Mm-hmm. And so basically what they did was run page after page after page out of uh, many, many different T. Casey Brennan uh, comic book stories. They went, ran page one of like about 20 T. Casey Brennan comic book stories. But yeah, is the JFK thing a factor? Yeah. The all right, I want to I want to talk about the JFK yeah. thing after the news. But you know, okay. you're, you're telling me that you know, you've, you've got a band, and I guess you guys get paid for your gigs. No, no. You don't? Uh, the, I only did one thing uh, live on stage with the band Frankenhead, and that was uh, at the 555 Gallery. And uh, I, uh, I I didn't, you know, it was, the, the, uh, the promoters said, uh, we don't have enough money even, uh, you know, to pay mm-hmm. to rent the hall, so nobody gets paid. And uh, I still tease him about that when I see him. But that was the only on-stage thing. The other thing, the other stuff, see, the thing is that, that uh, there was, like, a, a guy that... Uh, T. Casey Brennan, stand by. We've got to take a commercial break. We'll be back on the other side of this news break with uh, some fine words from our sponsors. <sighs> <sighs> Poor T. Casey. 
Uh, we'll, we'll continue with his story on the other side of the news as we continue with T. Casey Brennan right here in the X-Zone on the Talkstar Radio Network. Beautiful all the time, and I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats, and they're coming to take me away. Hello and welcome to the Mental Health Hotline. If you are obsessive-compulsive, press 1 repeatedly. If you are codependent, ask someone to press 2 for you. If you have multiple personalities, press 3, 4, 5, and 6. If you are paranoid, we know what you are and what you want. Stay on the line and we'll trace your call. If you're delusional, press 7 and your call will be transferred to the mothership. If you are schizophrenic, listen carefully and a small voice will tell you which number to press. If you're depressive, it doesn't matter which number you press, no one will answer you. If you're dyslexic, press 69696969. If you have a nervous disorder, please fidget with the hash key until the beep. After the beep, please wait for the beep. If you have a short-term memory loss, please try your call again later. And if you have low self-esteem, hang up. All our operators are too busy to talk to you. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Where is the moment we needed the most? You kick up the leaves and the magic is lost. I tell me your blue skies fade to gray. I tell me your passion's gone. Welcome back, everyone. T. Casey Brennan is our special guest this hour. Now, T. Casey, what is your connection with the JFK assassination? Well, it, it, see, when I started the stories, and, uh, you know, and you mentioned in your news release, and I wrote about my experiences with the Hare Krishnas and my experiences with uh, uh, the convention circuit, uh, the comic book convention mm-hmm. uh, circuit, particularly in Toronto. Uh, uh, but, you know, when I wrote those things, uh, I was trying to show people, look, you know, I've led a really uh, significant life, a life of uh, pe- my association with all sorts of top-notch people, some of them sinister, and uh, you, so you should take a look at my statements about, uh, my statements in Conjurella, in this original story, Conjurella. You should take a look at those statements, but they haven't. So the thing is that uh, there's no point in me trying to hammer that home anymore, particularly that, uh, in, in view of the fact, and this is, this is very strange, but uh, instead of putting me on the witness stand where I belong, uh, they put me on uh, uh, the, 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 the comic book convention circuit. I've got one I'm supposed to be a guest on uh, in, in uh, November 2nd, uh, something like that in Virtual, and I can't make it because, you know, I've got no transportation there. <clears throat> but they put me on the guest list called uh, X-Tape or something like that. And, yeah, I've done a couple of appearances with, uh, usually with different bands, but uh, it, it's, 
um, I don't get paid, you know. Then why do you do it? For sure. But, you know, uh, the thing is that uh, all I can do with the JFK thing right now is present it as art. That's my only choice, you know. That's the only way I can keep it alive. Because obviously if people had taken it seriously, they wouldn't go, uh, oh, you know, he got hit by a car, let's do nothing, or... Uh, he's homeless. That's you know. A joke All right, or but listen, listen, T, uh, T. Casey. We've got a number of new listeners since you were on the show with us the last time, and they don't know. Oh, I've seen that, yeah. We don't. They don't know what we're talking about. So I, I was. I'd, I'd really appreciate it for the new listeners if you could recap your affiliation with the JFK assassination. Okay. Um, I, 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 I appreciate this, pal. No problem. No problem. Uh, I, it, at some point, hey, can we play the uh, uh, the songs from the CD? At least clips from them, not the duty one. The yeah, well, I'll, duty I'll see what our engineer, I'll see what our producers can uh, pull up here. Okay, great. Uh, I've got a guy right here who can play them. So anyway, uh, yeah, on, uh, I, um, the allegation in Conjurella was that I had been subjected to programming to, uh, as a child uh, by the CIA's MK Ultra program, and coincidentally, in my memories. Uh, when it began in my life in 1953 was actually the year when it began, you know, with, uh, that, that it was exposed mm-hmm. and uh, as having begun. And uh, my allegations were that uh, a, a, a CIA operative, David Berry, had worked with uh, Dr. Uh, e, that I call him in the stories, and uh, he was a real person that lived in a real place, and my father was obsessed with hypnosis, he used to take me there, and uh, anyway, and uh, on the, the morning of November 22nd, 1963, uh, my dad woke me up, drove me to the Yale airport, had no idea where I was going. I was terrified. Uh, Dr. E was there. He injected me in the neck. He didn't go. Barry flew me to Dallas, uh, had me crated up in something. And I'm sure he went in there in his airline uh, pilot uniform because, you know, I totally remember him, like, you know, with the cap and all that. And uh, I'm sure he, he, you know, like initially he took it off before he went to the window. But, like, uh, he, he uh, obviously, you know, brought me up in a crate and uh, uncrated me. And I was just 15 years old and draped me over the gun and I fired one shot. I no longer feel that that shot connected. Uh, but the thing is, what I did feel I had a moral, ethical responsibility to do was to go to, to the American people, to your audience, people that were on the Internet, whatever, say, hey, look, I'm a viable witness. What happened since then? I mean, oh, my God, I got hit by a car, I'm homeless, uh, the social workers and, and, and the whole system turned against me, and yeah, I'll make, a, I'll make something cute out of it. I'll make something cool out of it. I did. The social workers saw it. You know, they played on WCBN. They played it on podcast. Mm-hmm. It says, hey, social worker, comma, uh, obscenity, you know, and that's the song, and, and we're street punks. We've got a punks. I'll, I'll make something funny out of it. But it's not funny at all. It's the American people taking a terrible loss. Casey, how com- the- T. Casey, how come you changed your story from being the shooter, the person who pulled the trigger that brought down President Kennedy, to now being just a witness? Oh, no, well, see, the thing is, no, 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 I, I, I never said I was the shooter. That was people uh, uh, that were, you know, saying things about me. No, my statement was that, uh, my statement, when I wrote Conjurell, I wrote it in 1996, I know what I said. My statement always was that uh, David Perry and Dr. Emshaw and my father had kidnapped me, that in that uh, storage room in the Texas School Book Deposit Building, there were three men. They were my father, my late father, David Perry, and myself, and Perry draped me over the gun when I was injected. I was terrified. I was locked in a box, 
and had me fired one shot. I no longer feel that that shot connected. But no, at no time was the account, I mean, you know that, at no time the account that I was giving was it intended to be uh, any any uh, moral responsibility on my part. I've been, I, I had been uh, programmed by the CIA's MK Ultra Division to do just that, and uh, by the account given my, uh, uh, my late father, that uh, at some point we were being told that we were being prepared for uh, an invasion of Cuba in which Lee Oswald would uh, lead some sort of peace delegation to, to, to Cuba, including uh, teenagers like myself. I was 15 years old, and in that capacity, uh, we were to assassinate Dr. Castro. But, I mean, the thing is that, uh, no, 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 at no point the, the account that I, because I wrote the thing in Condrella, and I changed the name, the actual name of the hypnotist to Dr. E, and I changed the actual name of the town to Hopeville, and then when I wrote the sequel that we're talking about, uh, Necronomicon Monks, uh, then I named the doctor, and I wonder now whether I, I should have done that. And uh, uh, so the thing is that, no, uh, it, 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 it never uh, it, it imparted any responsibility to me. And maybe I, what I should be saying uh, is that I was a witness. You know, if I'm saying that I fired one shot, uh, you know, while kidnapped and terrified and hypnotized and, and under the power of David Ferry, who then took command of the rifle and fired... Uh, at least three more shots as more shots rang out from the street. I know that for a fact. I heard it. I, I, I fired one shot. I hit the rifle with the palm in my hand, the rifle butt, tried to push it out the window. I couldn't. I fell onto the floor, and uh, David Perry is going like, you know, oh, he like collapsed or whatever, and, and uh, uh, gets on the rifle and fires three more shots, and my dad says, uh, don't shoot Jackie, Perry. Don't shoot Jackie, or I'll tell you right now. And uh, but I was already on the floor, but I could hear those shots. And uh, I could hear Ferry say, good men, they could have left me hanging, but they didn't. And, uh, uh, it, it, you know, it's like that was my statement all along. And, you know, like most of that I put in Conjurella. And so the thing is that, yeah, people, of course, people, we wove a kind of, 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 of fabric of lies about it as to what I had said, you know. I mean, yeah, I've read that I claim to be the lone gunman, but yeah. that's stupid. You know, of course I didn't. Uh, but what, it, but what were you a witness to then? Well, I mean, the thing is that I, I was certainly a witness to the uh, conspiracy after it began in 1953, and uh, my, my late father and my uh, uncle Johnny uh, and his wife, uh, Bonnie, who I, I call Conjurella, and uh, their daughter, Linda, who was the same age as I, and who in the comic book story, in Active Comics Presents, uh, I alleged was also one of the child assassins in the Texas School Book Depository Building, you know, who had been programmed by MK Ultra. So the thing is that, uh, you know, I'm certainly a witness against the MK Ultra mm -hmm. program, and going all the way back to 1953, uh, as, as, as uh, when David Ferry first terrorized me, and all the things that Dr. E did to me to terrorize me up to the Kennedy assassination and uh, uh, for a while thereafterwards, you know. So the thing is that, yeah, I'm a witness against all of that, and the Kennedy assassination, and the people that actually committed it, you know? Uh, the, the, the thing is that, uh, yeah, you can come up with all kinds of mm -hmm. speculation as to what powers that be, you know, were behind the Kennedy assassination, but unless you know the actual story that uh, w what happened was this, this hypnotist in uh, Michigan was hypnotizing kids and uh, flying them to Dallas telling them that they're going to, be, you know, be go being used to shoot uh, Castro, flying them to Dallas and making them shoot at John Kennedy. Yeah, maybe none of them 
connected with their shots. I probably didn't, but, you know, maybe that, that, that the whole thing was so we couldn't tell it. So it, it would sound so damn really ridiculous, you know. But the thing is that I actually, I don't feel compelled anymore to tell that over and over again. Uh, I mean, yes, it happened, and I've, I've reached a point in my career where people see that as art, period. You know, they can't uh, distinguish it in their minds from, uh, you know, the punk rockers' songs and the uh, the, the, the intellectual uh, goth vampirella, you know, creepy eerie comics from the 70s, mm -hmm. and uh, they can't distinguish it from any of that. You know, they're not looking at it and saying, that, oh, it's, it was some kind of, like, uh, Flippard Irving-type hoax, or, you know, the guy is crazy, or whatever, it deserves to be homeless, any of that stuff at all. Uh, they're, they're looking at it, and they're saying, uh, it's art, you know? And the thing is that, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, obviously, it's better if they take it that way and applaud me for it than persecute me for it, my God. But, I mean, uh, yeah, it's art. I did it very artistically. It's also the truth about my involvement with MK Ultra and several uh, JFK figures. You know, one, David Perry, that everybody knows about, and another one, Dr. E, that nobody does, and they're just not going to know what happened unless they know what happened in that hypnotist office in Michigan and who was flown down there, mm -hmm. you know, and who was involved. And, yeah, anything that I might ascribe to the motives of the people involved, sure, you know, that, that, that might be uh, uh, poppycock, but they did it, and I can say that they did it, and I can say basically when they did it, you know. It's like, uh, yeah, I should be testifying, but I'm not. I, I, I did a comic book about but the damn thing. TKC, you know? did you ever go yeah. to the Secret Service? Did you ever go to any law enforcement agencies and say, "Listen, this is what happened. I know I was a target. I was a victim of the MK Ultra program." Of course, I, 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 I uh, uh, after I got hit by the car, I did that. Why? You why know, did? I, wait I, a sec. You got hit by the car when? A couple of years ago. February first, two thousand three. Okay. And and all you know, I sent emails to to various public officials and all the and and and. Uh, uh, I, I, if they didn't help after I was hit by the car, they're not going to help. And the thing is that uh, if what they think is going on, you know, is that, uh, yeah, I'm a homeless guy, but I'm a very industrious homeless guy. And no, I don't get paid for what I do, but, you know, I set up things like my, my book on a bookstore locally, The Bolt of Midnight, my, my stuff in the Pub Ann Arbor Public Library, Actor Comics Presents, uh, you know, I go on on the stage with different bands, and I do my defiant social workers song and my uh, death metal song, "Let Them Rise," and all that. You know, uh, <clears throat> you know, if 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 I can do all that, and uh, and people will say, you know, the JFK work, hey, it's in this new comic, it's really great. This is sure a great comic. You know, that's something that keeps it alive. Oh my God, Rob, you know that keeps it alive, but. Uh, so, uh, yeah, of course, I, I email politicians. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, Rob, I'll tell you. Did, any, did anybody take yeah. you seriously? No. Well, uh, it, uh, no, no. They, they, they didn't even read it, for God's sake. They didn't even read the allegations. It's just, it was just stuff on, on conspiracy websites that was up there with, uh, you know, uh, stuff about uh, uh, Bigfoot and, and, mm -hmm. and uh, UFOs and Atlantis and things like that. Uh, it, it, yeah, it wasn't the truth, but, you know, it, the, the people that should have seen it and, and, and called upon me to testify, they didn't, and they won't, you know. Now they've got to take a position. I mean, after all, you know, I got hit by the car, and they still wouldn't help, you know. 
so the thing is that they've got to take a position, and that position was that uh, what I said uh, carried no merit. So the thing is that, okay, uh, until that time, and probably not in my lifetime, until that time, uh, uh, at some future point, when my statements about uh, uh, Dr. E and, and, and uh, uh, the MK Ultra Project and the Kennedy assassination are taken uh, as factual and things that should have been investigated, should be investigated now, until that happens, you know, let's just take it as art. It's not, I, in my lifetime, it's not going to happen, mm -hmm. you know, because the, the statements that I made, it's not, it's not the standard stuff, you know, Cuba, whatever, the mafia, I don't know. It's the, uh, the MK Ultra program. A, a very real program that we uh, uh, we, we began uh, to counter what we said the North Koreans were doing in 1953. The Manchurian you know, candidate. Hey, listen, to TK uh, T. Casey Brennan. We've got to take a commercial break. Please stand by. Exo Nation. If you'd like to find out more about T. Casey Brennan, he is in Wikipedia. E N dot Wikipedia dot O R G forward slash W I K I forward slash capital T dot underscore Casey underscore Brennan and of course we're going to have a link to uh, that site on our site Welcome back, everyone. T. Casey Brennan is our special guest. And, uh, T.K., what are you doing uh, with yourself? You know, like you were saying earlier that you're hanging around the under-30 crowd. Uh, yeah, we're going to that, Rob. Hey, listen, uh, huh. would you play one of my... Uh, can I play one of my songs in the background and have you pick it up? It's death metal, uh, so uh, it's called Let Them Rise. And when we do it on stage, uh, I did it with a local band. It's, uh, it was called Narwhals Collide, not Frankenhead. And uh, so we made a special point. We we're just kidding about the Satanism stuff, but like uh, the you know because it's it's a spinoff of my horror comics in the seventies. Because see that's a factor now. Uh, Adam, kick it in. <laughs> this is this is completely um, obscenity free. The other one isn't, but this one is. Can can, can we put, can, uh, can I hold the phone up to? Uh, Speaker, is that okay, Rob? I, I don't think that'll work, uh, TK, uh, T. Casey Brennan. Uh, the producer here is shaking his head. No, we're, it won't come across clear, and we can't find your CD here. So, we'll we'll play oh, it okay. another t we'll play it another time for you. I uh, said it wouldn't co come across clear. No, no, it come. Shaking his head, says it wouldn't come across clear. Yeah. I mean, it's a studio monitor, but it still wouldn't. Yeah. Uh, it, it says it's a studio monitor, but it's but it still wouldn't. No, no, our people say no, and I've got to go by what they say. Oh, okay. Uh, well, in that case, uh, I guess what they've got to do is to net search for Actor Comics Presents, and uh, you can buy it online. It's all over the place. And uh, if it's the JFK stuff mm -hmm. that you want to read about, it's in there. Uh, the story is called Hypothetical Cerebus. It's on page 47. And it's out by Dave Sim of Cerebus, the Art fame. 
so uh, JFK stuff is in there. Yeah, T, T Casey. Uh, all right, tell yeah. me, tell me something, K, uh, T Casey. When are you going to get a home? Uh, I don't know. I mean, the thing is that. Like, do, you, do you like being homeless? At this point, uh, yes. Because why? Why? Because the thing is that that many people before me have lived lives as radical fugitives, you know, and they've lived good, and they've lived a lot better than most people. And uh, so the thing is that that uh, that's what I have to do. I have to live a life as a radical fugitive, and uh, so that's fun, you know. Being in a band is fun. Having comic books. Oh yeah, yeah. Another one. Uh, Vampirella Crimson Chronicles, uh, volumes two, volumes three, uh, are both on sale at various comic book stores. Excellent. Uh, two and three, and they have both have my Vampirella uh, stories in them. See, I don't get even get copies of them. I can't even read off what page that's on because I didn't even get a copy because it has to do with the way that Harris Comics bought the stuff uh, at uh, after a bankruptcy by Warren and so on and so forth. But I don't care because. The thing is that this opens up an audience for me. It means radio interviews and convention appearances, you know, comic book convention appearances, going on with my band, all that. Yeah, I can live forever as uh, a, 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 you know, a radical celebrity. TKC Brennan, thanks very much for joining us. We've got to take off here. We have, uh, we're at the end of this hour. TKC Brennan, he's in Wikipedia. First person I've ever spoken to who likes to be homeless. Hmm, I don't know. I always thought if you said that you had some information that was about the shooting of a president of the United States that the U.S. Secret Service would be very interested in you. What do I know? I'll be back on the other side with Cal Korf as the Exxon continues on the Talkstar Radio Network. Even in woo-woo land. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. My first grader was behind in reading, and this program has made a huge difference. She's now reading above grade level. I use it for my kids' nightly reading for school. We love it, and it's super easy and quick to do. My kid, who just turned four years old and has been using the program since January of this year, can now read. Thank you so much, Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just $1. Text the word KID to 323232 right now. It's fast and easy. Text KID to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text the word KID to 323232. Text KID to 323232. Texting privacy policy and terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting enrolls for recurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. My first grader was behind in reading, and this program has made a huge difference. She's now reading above grade level. I use it for my kids' nightly reading for school. 
We love it and it's super easy and quick to do. My kid who just turned four years old and has been using the program since January of this year can now read. Thank you so much, Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just $1. Text the word KID to 323232 right now. It's fast and easy. Text KID to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text the word KID to 323232. Text KID to 323232. 